Hello and welcome to the Creative Scramble, the podcast for video professionals and creative entrepreneurs. My name is Cal Thompson and today is a short in between episode titled Make the Most of the Downtime. I'm recording this podcast in a travel lodge hotel room in Brighton because I'm filming the Brighton Marathon and all the events leading up to it. So Making the Most of the Downtime is based off a blog I wrote a few months ago that struck a chord with the filmmaking and the business community. So just to give you a little bit of background, I'm a self-employed filmmaker. I'm a director and a camera operator, and I work with production companies, brands, and charities producing various types of video content. So it could be a live event, it could be a documentary, it could be a TV commercial, or it could be some web content. I don't want to talk about finding work at this stage, but I do want to talk about the downtime between jobs. Being self-employed means I'm accountable to myself and my clients only. I don't work a nine to five, Monday to Friday, I don't have a boss breathing down my neck to hit targets or to work late. It's all self-managed and that's actually the best way that I work. With that said, the work itself comes in peaks and troughs. The spring, summer and autumn months are often very busy and I find myself working 50, 60 hours a week, if not more, plus travel time. There are times when I've worked 20 plus days in a row. The work is flowing, the money's great. And thankfully I love my job, so I don't mind working the long hours when it's required, but it certainly can take its toll on your health and your family life if you're not careful. I want to talk about the quieter times and the days, weeks, or even months between jobs when things are typically a bit quieter. Here's some of the things I like to do with my downtime and why it's important. Go traveling. December, January, and February is typically a quiet month for video production work in the UK. It's cold, wet, and dark. And a few years ago, I decided to pick up sticks and travel around Australia and New Zealand for three weeks with my girlfriend. We dived the Great Barrier Reef, climbed Sydney Harbour Bridge, sunbathed on Bondi Beach, bungee jumped, went canyoning, as well as making some wicked friends and drinking a hell of a lot of beer. Overall, it was a fantastic experience. I probably missed out on maybe one day's work. So I try and book my trips around work, same as most people, I guess, and it was great to get away from the British weather. You don't have to go all out on a big backpacking trip and go crazy for months on end, but you'll be surprised how revitalised you'll feel after experiencing different culture during a city break just for a couple of days. Visit friends and family. This might sound obvious, but it can be very hard to keep up with friends and family when you're working such long hours. During the downtime, I like to do the rounds and try and catch up with as many people as possible. I also like to hit the gym. Not only will going to the gym make you feel great, as the endorphins surge through your body, but you'll find you'll be fitter and healthier, so when the work is crazy busy, you'll be able to keep going for longer. I don't obsess about it, but I do try and visit the gym once a week when I'm busy, and maybe two to three times a week when I'm quiet. Revisit your website. I really enjoy working on my website, and I actually have three, but I understand it's a chore for some people trying to keep everything up to date. That's what your quieter periods are for. You now have the time to update the showreel that's two years out of date or write that blog post that you've been really meaning to get out there. Have you tried visiting the cinema at 11 o'clock in the morning? So I've already mentioned it's really crappy weather outside. Maybe you don't fancy braving the elements, but have you ever thought about catching the latest movie at lunchtime during the week? It's dead, as you can imagine, and you can have an entire row to yourself. I have an unlimited Cineworld pass and try and catch most new releases. Yes, some people think it's a bit sad to go to the cinema alone, but who's realistically talking during a movie anyway? Network with other like-minded people. So on a more proactive note, you should try and meet up with new people in your field. 
Most of my work is actually referral based and the saying it's not what you know, it's who you know is very true. There are tons of Facebook groups out there with similar like-minded people who I'm sure would love to meet up for coffee and a chat. You can try a little side hustle. So if you want to be a bit more productive with your time and continue the money flowing in, there's a few things you can do to make some extra money that doesn't necessarily require your full attention. These include trading shares, selling old kit or personal belongings on eBay, maybe become an Amazon associate, monetize a YouTube channel and share some knowledge, or try selling stock footage. My point is that being a self-employed business owner, which is what all freelance people are, we're actually living the dream of having ultimate freedom to do what we want, when we want, for who we want. Now sometimes that actually gets forgotten and you find yourself falling into a regular nine to five living for the weekend. Make the most of the downtime because that's the best time I find to let your brain innovate and come up with fresh ideas. I've rarely written a new short film when I'm running around like a madman trying to finish off clients' projects. So creativity strikes for me when I take a breath, open my eyes wider and reflect. So I hope you enjoyed this little short in between episode and learned something from it. If you'd like to get in touch with us here at the Creative Scramble, then check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Creative Scramble. Or if you'd like to know more about the video content we produce, visit deadpixelfilms.com.